Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snack. (laughs) And featuring guests, Lolita Rum. It hasn't been anything this big in front of my mouth in a while. (laughs) Raylan Wheeler. Sex is like a rodeo. It usually involves rope, and it's always better bareback. (laughs) Lila Moon. Please, for the love of God and everything holy, do not say my name during sex. Willow Gray. If I saw my man with another woman, I'd have to cut a bitch. <laughs> and Chase Long. Telling you what you need to hear, but you don't want to hear it. The truth. It is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So I did an episode a while back about how my kids found out I had the sex podcast (laughs) and how they found out we were in an open marriage, my husband and I. Since then, it's been so interesting. My 17-year-old daughter has been way more open about sexuality since she found that out. It's like, wait, my mom is cool. (laughs) (laughs) You gained some street cred as soon as she found out you had this sex podcast. For real. And since then, there's been numerous times where she's talking to me about something. And in my head, I don't say it out loud, but in my head, I'm thinking, are you actually telling me all this right now? (laughs) It's a little uncomfortable. And I, you know, I try not to show that because I'm like, if she wants to talk to me about it, then I want to welcome it. But at the same time. Can I just stop you right there and say thank you for being that way? Yeah. Because my mother Mm -hmm. to this day was very puritanical about these things. Really? And so I had such a skewed view of how this was going to be. Quite honestly, I learned a lot of what I thought I knew about sex from like illicit porn, you know, like mm. getting the the farm journal at the old barber shop. That's where I learned what yeah, titties look like. Which is probably most of us, right? And that's not necessarily no. good because I had no one I could go right. ask questions to, or at least I thought I didn't. I realized later that my dad would have told me whatever I wanted to know, but because my mom was the way she was, it kind of fucked up my early sexual mm. experiences. So your daughter, very lucky to have an open, uh, open. Part. I agree. I agree. Raylan, mine yeah. was the same way. Just very um, not vocal about sex. And I felt like I couldn't go to her. And the only way I learned anything about sex was just by. And we grew up similarly in small Midwestern towns. So yes. we couldn't talk about sex, but we could start underage drinking at about <laughs> sure. 14 years old. Yeah. And, yeah. You want a fire boy? No. You want a bush light? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> You want to do a bush light and drive a tractor? Absolutely. Absolutely. At 13, you can get your farm husbandry permit. Right. If you even think about jerking off before 18, you're going to hell. Right. (laughs) Well, and and speaking as a parent, it it is an uncomfortable thing. And it's also hard to know what should be appropriate, what is appropriate. You know, so it is hard to know. But I asked her if she wanted to go to the drag queen karaoke at At the bar where we met the infamous bartender. We don't speak of him. (laughs) We have to tell the story. Let's let's put a pin in that and come back and talk about what happened with the bartender. But the bar where we originally met 
that bartender does a drag queen karaoke night every week. And so I asked her if she wanted to go and she was so excited. So we went. And so I told her the story of what happened with the bartender. I was telling her about it. And she she expressed a lot of interest in the podcast. And she was like, that would be so cool to have a place where you can just talk about sex and like talk to other people about it. She's like, I really want to come on. And I was like, I cannot imagine a scenario (laughs) where I would want to talk about sexual things in front of my mother now. Like she that train left the station a long time ago (laughs) when she didn't want to have serious conversations. So I can't imagine a scenario where she does just in everyday life. She'll talk to me about it. So So there's a little bit of competition, though. Now, I mean, I'm older than most people in the room. There wasn't. Pornhub and 18,000 things I could yeah. find on my phone like there is for every 13-year-old right. out there now. Right. So when I was 14, 15, how did you learn about sex? You found a girl and did it. I mean, that's how you learned. Now you learn by picking up your phone. So I think there's there's a little bit of you need to get to them to try to be healthy about it right. before they get a very unhealthy approach. Right. Yes, you don't want them learning from Pornhub or like I did the stack of Playboys that some dirty old man <laughs> left in the woods. Well, see, I don't think the North I don't think the, the Playboys are bad. I learned from Penthouse 15, form. 16, 17 year old farm girls. You want to fuck up your sex life for the future? Do that. No, 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 no. Us farm kids know how to ride. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's all I'm sure. saying. That's all we're you saying. Know, you know how I the learned, Midwest, where I, the men are men and the sheep are nervous. I, I learned from this HBO series called Real Sex. Ah, uh, yep. that. Yeah. Uh, that is how I, I learned that. about sex, and I remember watching it on my waterbed, like with the volume really <laughs> low, so nobody could hear it. And like, I remember that's how I was. I watched people have orgasms in like this group session, and I was like, "What are they doing? Why are they shaking like that?" And I, that's how I started learning about sex. I'm from a Mexican family, very Catholic. She never spoke to me about sex. My mother, not even about my menstrual cycle. Like nothing was spoken mm-hmm. to me about. Now I can say little things, but I would never talk details. I mean, she knows I have sex. Well, okay, let me take that back. (laughs) Okay. I haven't had sex for about three years, but obviously I have a child, so she knows I have sex. But now it's like, we'll say things, but it's never details. I think Mm -hmm, details are hard for me. And even with my own daughters, I I say, well, you know, I was young too, and I did that. You're going to have sex, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. Let's get you on birth control. That conversation I do have, it's the details that I'm not comfortable with yet. So I, I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. I just don't want to know too much. I, I wanna, don't know. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. good or bad that I think you not having sex in three years is burying the lead. But <laughs> I, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know at this particular point in time. Like I will tell you, I've got two kids. We didn't really have a sex talk. I asked. I let them know I was available. I let them know if they wanted to discuss it, they could. So there was an open line of communication, but they never ask. And I don't, I, I'm not, I mean, there's a level of everyone knows, and I've made this joke before. I mean, I was on a date whenever, and I've got a toy that I'm playing with in the car as we're going, and I pulled the car over, and we jumped in the back and had all sorts of weird kinky shit, and I thought, do you ever think, could you ever picture your parents doing this back yeah, when no. we were kids? No. Yeah, no. But yet we're doing it now. So I don't want, I don't, I'm not going to tell my kids that, I mean, I'm not going to tell them that, but I want them to be able to talk to me about it. Yeah. But I think they probably didn't know how to approach you about it because so Scarlett's daughter knows that yeah. she has this podcast. Has has she listened right. to some? Of she's it? listened to some of it, yeah, not so, a lot of it. So she's heard her mom talking about this right. stuff. So that makes it easier to approach her about but is it. Is that so better? She, 
Well, I, I will say so. I, personality yeah, I plays mean, a part I, in this too, though. If you know her daughter, she is just like her mom, Scarlett. I mean, <laughs> there is nothing that they don't talk. Exactly, I mean, they're yeah. very open about everything, but it's because she's always uh, provided that environment for them to be open about a lot of things. That's why I don't see a problem with it because she's talking about it to her friends, to whoever anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but there is a healthier is, but there place is, for it. I mean, I don't know. I kind of wish I could have talked. Let me tell you, if my mom was more open to us about sex, my sister would have not gotten pregnant at 16 and at 19 and at 22. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you right now, my <clears> sister, because we weren't, I mean, never talked about it. My sister was a young mom and we still didn't talk about it. And And just to show you how scared she was. She never told us she was pregnant. We found out when she was in the hospital having a baby. <gasps> oh, right, wow. But, I, but we're, I don't think so. To push back, it's not the being open. It's to what level do you talk about it? Because not talking about it at all. Right. Yes, you should talk about. I mean, we talked about birth control. We talked that kind of stuff. So. But do I necessarily want to talk to my kids about random hookups on Tinder? The details. And no. Right. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. I don't so, even want them to think look, that. I well, want. I only want to about. know that my dad has only had sex two times that the government <laughs> right. knows about. <laughs> right. That's all I want to know. But I do also, on some level, I want to know, like, w- well, when I was younger, how much does he know about the safety aspect? Do you want to know that from so your when kids, I told the, When I told the kids about yeah, the podcast, think, immediately my nine-year-old wanted to listen, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be older. It's not age-appropriate. Right. But I told my 17 year old, I said, if you want to what listen, it's nothing you're not familiar with already, I'm sure. So what if go we had it. Elmo on as a guest? Is Amber's it- going <laughs> to freak the shit out of <laughs> So my question, Scarlett, would be not about the topic, but do you think by having them listen, are you condoning behavior you might not want them to think is okay? But then isn't that shaming? Why wouldn't it be okay? Why would it not be? Why would I, I be having kids, it on my show if I didn't think it was okay? Because what's okay for you and what's okay for a 17-year-old are different. It's okay for me to talk about drinking. I don't want my 17-year-old to think it's okay to go get drunk. Why not? Because it's not. Why not? Not for him. Because he's 17. Because he's 17. There's the ramifications that can happen for him being drunk are much different than so me. So it's not so much about the getting drunk, then it's how you get drunk. No, it's the, it's the consequences of it. Mm-hmm. Well, then, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure that for you, if you want to go out and suck a dick a day, go for it. Well, man. I guess I don't I'm know questioning. Your 17 year old going. I'm questioning a dick a day. if it's not right for my 17 year old. Why would it be right for me? Because they're 17. Right, they're but 17. I think I think if you talk about mentally, if they're prepared right. for that, that's a different story. Right. Because 17, they're still kids. It's it's the same right. thing I tell you. I, I just want my kids to be kids. They, I don't right. want them to grow up too fast. But they're already exposed. At 17, it, exposed she's exposed. Different. They have internet now. Right. They have devices. Exposure's they can access I agree. Pain. Exposure is different, though, because I've been exposed, but you see me. Am I out there doing crazy stuff no but i was exposed i've seen it i hear about it i'm around it there's a lot of things i've been around but i i chose not to participate not to be a part of it whatever so exposure is different than actually putting yourself out there okay so condoning behavior okay so let's say we had her on the podcast which i did tell her let's wait till you're 18 so at least we're not condoning objectification of minors Right. right okay so when she turns 18 let's say we were to have her on what are the possible negative ramifications to that condoning behavior that's okay for a 45 year old that's healthy enough to deal with it condoning that behavior for an 18 year old that's not healthy like enough what? and mature enough like what multiple partners multiple, multiple partners, partners three okay. one night stands so, tender hookups There's so an 18 year old has multiple partners where is the issue for me, it's emotionally damaging. They're not ready yeah. for that. Are they mature enough to handle it? Yeah, they're not it? ready no. for that. Right. Because I, I, I've talked about this before, and I've said it several different times in several different situations. And when I was 18, I couldn't handle this. 
we talked about what was it blowjobs a few episodes ago and i said mm-hmm. i would at 18 i would not have been prepared well enough to handle a woman who was bad at a blowjob and then that same one being good at it later because i would have been too worried about what they were doing in the background how did they learn that and then it would have fucked me up for a while yeah now i don't give a shit because i've matured that's a very skewed example but i don't think an 18 year old is ready to handle what we as 35 plus year old people or okay but you can talk about it without condoning it i think you know knowledge is power information is not you said the podcast we condone it Okay. Yeah. So you said the podcast, right? I mean, just if you, so the podcast, if I, if she brought her 18 year old daughter on here, my tone would be much different because I don't right. want to condone some of the things I would, if you asked me, is it okay to sleep with a bunch of people? I'd say, no, it's not. It's, yeah. it has a negative effect on your emotional and social well-being. You can say for, for you at your age, I don't think that it's, right. you know, emotionally good for you. And this is why, but that's contradicting our podcast i know i guess what's different is because of what scarlet's life now is is experimenting is trying new things and that that's hard i think that's going to be hard for scarlet to be no be this mom where you can't do that but let me go to a sex club or a swinging club i wouldn't say that that's the point if it's not emotionally okay for her at 18 why is it emotionally okay for me at 40 you think you're the same emotional stability and emotional growth at 40 as you were at 18 i wouldn't absolutely not not. but why does that mean that that's the dictator of whether or not you do that because the life experience that you gain and the ability to cope how do you that. gain it? By slowly doing it. Not You don't yeah. learn to swim by me taking in. the middle of the ocean and okay. throwing you off a platform. You talked about having a threesome at 16 years old. And if you you want to meet my sexual fuck-ups and my predilections? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about the first vibrator I ever saw you, she got out of her mom's drawer at 15? Okay, I mean, so what was what do you feel as though happened to you emotionally that hindered you? Wow, I got a lot of my social and moral value from my ability to fuck and the ability to fuck a lot of people. Yeah, and so I disconnected emotionally and would fuck yeah. everybody in this room because it made me feel good rather yeah. than have one emotional connection with you yeah. because that's where I got my value. So do you feel as though if you had waited until thirty to have your first? threesome that you wouldn't have had that issue no i feel as though it wasn't considered such an okay no big deal this is where you it's the messaging i'm picking on well again if you're 35 (laughs) and you want to suck a dick a day that's because you've now got some emotional maturity you've hurt you've damaged you've repaired you know how to cope if you're 18 you 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 don't You don't know my well, life. Well, that's true. You may not. Yes. <laughs> but and, of course, and so I don't think age is it, but I know it. There's some 18-year-olds been on the street for 12 years, get coped just fine. Most 18-year-olds, especially now, don't have the coping mechanisms to no. deal with what we talk about in here. They just don't. And I would, I would take it back to what I said, what I thanked you for, for being open. If I had had more open communication about what sex was, what it was meant for, what it mm-hmm. can do for you. Correct. Then when I turned 18 and I was out of the house and I was in college, I would not have fucked around nearly as much as I did. And I would not have had the damage. I would have not have had the skewed view of yeah. sex that I had that took me a long time to get over. But do you also think that that was a good thing? Because I will say, I've heard a lot of people who start off young in relationships and then like in their 30s are like, I just want to get out of it. And they want to experiment yeah. and do that stuff that they didn't have a chance to do at a young age. I will say there is something about being able to go and date and fuck and do all this stuff that when you start off young, kind of just in that monogamous traditional relationship, they feel that there's something missing when they get older. I I think I would have liked to have done it like a swimming pool. Right. I go into the three foot end and I kind of learn here. 
and then I go into the four foot and then the six foot and then eventually the 12 foot. What I did was I dove off the high dive into the 12 foot at 18 without learning how to swim. So here's what none of us had at 18 was a room full of people that on a public platform, we were able to say, here's what's going on or here's how I feel. Here's what I did. And everyone's providing feedback. No, I watched it in person. I my my father had guys and women come in and out of the house on a constant basis, and I learned what women are good for. Pussy. That's it. Yeah, that's what I was taught. Okay, and I from that's what I was taught. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you didn't have a group full of people, and I'm talking about us here in this room right now, right? right? To go back to and say, here is my perception of women, or here's what women are good for. Immediately, what's going to happen? You're going to have five people over here going, whoa, 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 just a minute now. Let's back that up. Here's what we think about that. And you right? better hope she listens to them and not me. Well, I also think it's, once again, you it never comes, know. but it also comes down to your personality. I will say I was around a lot of stuff, and I didn't participate in anything, even in high school, the drinking, the getting high. Doing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, I was actually the one who wouldn't do a lot. So yeah. it is maybe just listening to it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to go out and do all these things as well. No, that's not what we're assuming. We're just giving her life stories, right. no, experiences. I, well, I wasn't saying listening's bad. I, I'm saying the the fact that you can do, there's difference in in showing and, and and saying this is what's out there and condoning it. For instance, I told my kids, you know, you ever you ever drinking behind the wheel? Car's gone forever. And in fact, when you go off, I got a son in New York City. I told him in high school, if you smoke dope and you do drugs, it's a problem. You go to college, do you? I wasn't going to condone it as long as they lived with me. I wasn't going to say it was okay. Now, yeah. was I, would I got pissed and I caught him? No. But I wasn't going to condone it. There's a difference. There just is a difference okay. in doing it. And so I don't, I, I yeah. understand the, the showing it. And like you said, you can see it, you can be around it and not do it. I think there's a big difference in having six people in the room who most of our opinions are going to be, yeah, that's okay. I don't want my kids having a threesome at 16. I damn sure didn't bring a girl home for them. There's, I mean, I didn't do, I mean, so no, I mean, that's not, I don't want to condone that as good behavior. It's not. Yeah. yeah. yeah but you tell that story and then you say, I wish that it hadn't happened this there way. You go. I regret it. And then you learn from other people's yeah, experience. Well, you only regret it later. You don't regret the story. You only see later on yeah, but the you, damage it did. But you now can say that. I had a threesome at, threesome at 16. This is how it affected me, how it damaged me later. So you're but, giving but all of the information. You're not just saying, hey, yeah, I had a threesome at 16. But here's the, here's the problem with that. They're not listening after you say, I had a threesome at 16 right. and we did this. Right. They are not listening to the damage it did because they don't My give a shit. boys aren't listening. I would have listened. Well, all you they hear is all they heard was you had a threesome at 16. Right. And, and that's then, all, that's and all then their mind goes, nice, nice, high five, high five, high five, and they don't hear anything else the Again, rest of that, the way. That is what men hear. That wouldn't have been my... No, I, well, okay. I, I, I will say when I was younger, though, I would get, you know, people would tell me what to... And I was always like, listen, I'll find out for myself what I want to do. I feel like that does become... When you hear it too much, people telling you not to do something, and honestly, it kind of makes me, oh, all right, you know what, let me do it on this own, and I'll, let me make my own mistakes and learn from it. But you telling me your story isn't really going to do anything for me because it's not affecting well, me. Well, I would say that except Lila said something earlier when we were talking. You said, you know, I would do this. It's no big deal. Everyone in here, we talked about OnlyFans. Only thing they said was how much money there was. Not a soul talks about how fucked up it, it, it affects somebody. Nobody cares. It's money, money, money. You hear what you want to hear. So right. there's a lot of kids out there that are 18 that are going to hear what they want to hear. And if they hear, well, look at dad. He owns companies. He's done well. He's done this. It's having a threesome at 16 and fucking 100 different people this freshman year, it didn't make any difference. Well, yeah, it did. But they, they can see the outcome. And I'm not sure that 18, you know the struggles that it takes to get through that. 
It's the condoning the behavior that I would not do. But what difference does it make if she's in the room or listening to it later? I haven't told my kids I'm on a podcast. That's the difference, I think, between exposure and condoning. Correct. You can expose it, but I think the way we say it in here is condoning. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they're exposed to it, then okay. you didn't necessarily take an active action for her to find it, right? You didn't be, you didn't sit your daughter down and go, "Hey, I've got this sex podcast. Listen to this." Right? Is that that's well, not what happened? I did tell her about it when they found out we had an open relationship, but, I, and I told her she could listen to it. Sure, but did you sit her down and say, "Listen to the episode about swallowing"? No, no. But if you bring her in here, on some level, you're condoning the idea that she can have these experiences and talk about them. And, and that they're okay. And that they're okay at this and age. And I don't think that I don't have that opinion. I'm not right. treading with you guys that it's a problem for her to have those experiences. I think the way in which she does it, like, don't don't be going into having unprotected sex. And here's why. Because there's a lot of danger to that, right? You could catch a lot of diseases, right? That's an example of let's talk about the way you do it but why is the experience itself problematic okay so it's the other, not so i heard a doctor talking just two weeks ago the kids now teenagers now they have sex first and if it's good then they develop as a couple but that's what everybody does now yeah it's just the way it that's is. the way life is now but right but, but i think what but Chase- as juveniles <laughs> a lot of us grew up under an environment when parents who shamed Yes. Shamed for sexual experiences. Shamed for even Mm -hmm. having thoughts about sexual experiences. Mm -hmm. And I, for one, can say it didn't work. Right. For me, I did not come out of that in a healthier, mentally, emotionally healthier place because my parents didn't talk about it or expose me to it. Well, and we also talk about how we still carry it to the bed with us. I still feel bad. I would would argue that I have more emotional hangups because of the shame surrounding it than I would have if my parents had been open about it. Right. Having the exposure and saying, this is what it is. I think that's what you are actually doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one has a problem with your daughter eventually having all these experiences. Exactly. But we all want her to have them at an appropriate time for her development so that it doesn't emotionally damage her. So, that so it doesn't what hurt better her. way than to expose her to people who have been there, done that, who have gone through those emotional hangups, having to deal with the shame and all of this. Like we can offer her six different perspectives, having been there and done that, that can be a sounding board to what she's presented. Because well, that, she doesn't yeah. have the tools to know what to, what to do with that information. Well, and I will say that sounds good in theory if she learns it well, but it could go horribly wrong. My, it's just like my nieces that I raised, they see what drugs did to their family. Do they choose drugs? Yes, now. Because even though they saw the damage and they saw all that they went through and the emotion... They are still choosing that. And she may well. Right. So what? That will be her journey. If my son is going to have a drug issue, I don't want to take heroin and bring it home and say it's okay. There's a difference in opening and giving, making it available and saying, I, I would love to go talk about sex. If you have any questions, birth control, what to do, how to do it. You, you know, toys are okay. The sh- no one should be shamed. You, I mean, I got no problem with that. But I shouldn't have had a threesome at 16 years old. There's no, I mean, the first hand job I ever had, I was 20 and I looked at her and said, what the fuck are you doing? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was a joke. Well, it might've been in the and end I mean, result, but like, in the it was. Because my sexual experience was so fucked up. I didn't know what she was, I was like, fuck, I can do that. I really, I mean, <laughs> and so I, I, I mean, yeah, I was like, who gives a shit about that? So it was just so fucked up. I want my kids to have their own journeys and I've got two completely different kids, but I don't necessarily want to condone the behavior, opening up and letting them know it's there and letting them choose it's okay. Yeah. 
And if my, you know, if my oldest son came home and said, yeah, we hooked up this girl, this happened. Okay, that's fine. But I'm not sure I want to tell him, oh, yeah, I did it and I turned out fine. Well, so why is it okay to condone it to the audience at large? Well, I'm assuming the audience at large is listening to this because they've chosen to listen to it and they've chosen to have some sort of experience and they can turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a vista. They don't know who the fuck I am. They don't know whether or not if you bring your daughter in just by bringing her in here to these six people, you're kind of telling her I trust them and I know, and they you should listen to them. Okay, that's a level of responsibility for we, us. We don't even agree on anything. Who? So uh, the six of us, the like, right, bring so, up any topic, we're going to argue about well, it. And I, we all agree that <laughs> sex is good. Well, right. also, we well, all no, we like not everybody. Yeah. everybody. <laughs> Lila raises her hand. <laughs> But I you just say, hooked up. I, I know. I'm just. Saying, it was the worst, though. Not. I didn't always think sex was good. Well, that's. But to a point where you figured out why you didn't think yes. that because you knew at some level it was going to be good. Correct. There we go. Yeah. Scarlett, as we know, is on a whole experimental path, right? I personally wouldn't do the things she's done. I just that's not where I'm at in my life. I don't know if I would ever do it. There is something different about it uh, as far as when you guys keep saying condoning or condoning because we're here. Well, it's, at the end of the day, she's my friend. I'm not going to lecture on what to do. She can do whatever she wants if she wants to go and fuck everybody. I don't care. But, but when it 18. comes to my daughter, yeah, right. I don't want the same for my daughter. Exactly. Right. I, I will exactly. say that. Right. And and I say it more because I see how emotionally damaged you and I are. <laughs> that I just, I, I but I didn't grow up in an environment where my parents had any type of discussion no, about but Scarlett, it. No, Scarlett, you were at one extreme. There's a far cry between the way I grew up and between most of y'all grew up. There's a middle. I mean, and that's you, where you want to be. That's where you want to be. You don't want to be on the extremes. You want to be in the middle. I probably oh, sound to you like but, I contradicted but, myself because I thanked you for being open. And then I'm like, ah, but just not that. <laughs> well, and, but not like that. I mean, if you also yeah, know. If, but, but I'm not. It's it's there is the middle ground where you want. Uh, there is no middle ground with Scarlett, though. You do know. No, that. I know. With Scarlett, it's extreme. She's an extremist. She either does it this way or she does well, it the other way. I would way. agree that bringing your son in to two women to, to have a threesome, that's condoning 100 percent bringing her into a discussion about sex i don't know if i tread with that i I don't know that i don't know her well enough i would say in general there this isn't a discussion i think most 18 year olds have the ability to cope with and handle well and i also don't know that it's a problem to show condoning sexual experiences that's the other thing is i don't know that i tread with that being problematic and if it is problematic why are we condoning it for the 18 year old that might be looking at my business card in a gas station pump and listening in Right, because they're not, okay? your, they're, they're not your because they're not your. Yeah. I think there's there's right. a level of protection we want right. to protect our, our kids. kids. And I will say, I mean, as I still want, I want her to have a happy, easy, not easy, safe life. I don't right. know if that's the right word. You want them innocent as I, long? No, I don't even know if it's innocent. I've, even my other niece, the one I've raised, like my daughter, I know she has sex. I get it. And you know, sometimes I just want to say, like, oh my gosh, the guys that you're entertaining are not worth it, right? I want to yeah. say those things to her, but I know she's going to make it on her own, just like I did, I make those own mistakes. However, I am very protective. I don't really care what anybody else does, but when it comes to my own kids, oh yeah. yeah. I've but is a lot it of possible that it's our own background, the shame that we've associated with the act that's coming into play for us to say, oh, we don't want to condone that or absolutely we don't want her having is. that? Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely it is. So, But that's every decision you make. That's everything. You're, you would never do the things you do now had you not been raised the way you were raised. The awful, maybe I the, would have had it sooner. Well, the awful thing is well, we'll never know. Maybe we'll never, never know. Right. Absolutely never know. Well, you can't even entertain the what well, is we never know. Well, the point is you're the person you are because of your experiences, because of the choices you've made. Sure. And so as you go through that, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I, I'm to the point where I don't think there's good and bad behavior. There's behavior with consequence. 
just own the consequence. But I, I would say the most damaging thing, if I could pinpoint one thing in my life that has been the most damaging in terms of my emotional health, it's shame. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's for you. Your daughter may be different than you. So I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put your negative experience on her because she may be different. But I, I. Are you arguing that it's good to shame? It depends on what it is. I would argue shame is never okay. I know you would. We've had this conversation. I think shame is one of the most damaging, corrupting things. Because that's what happened to you and you carry that with you. Right. I think but, you can be in the middle, though, without... I was raised like we all were pretty much that except for Chase. Yeah. My dad never <laughs> my dad never brought me a hooker. I wished he would have, but you know She wasn't a hooker. She's an ATT operator. That sex that sex was <laughs> you know, taboo, don't talk about it. So when my girls got to their age and we talked about it and I basically told them, Look, you know, you're gonna do things. I want you to feel comfortable coming to me. If you want to go on birth control, if you feel that you have met somebody special enough that you feel the need to, to do something, if you feel like you're not even heterosexual and you want to talk to me, come to me, ask me questions. I want us to have an open dialogue. And they always did. I think that there's a happy medium. But again, she's your daughter. And who knows, will she even feel comfortable coming in here with six people and even talking? Yes. <laughs> Well, she's, well, she's, I, well, she, I yes. get from Scarlett's point of is view. It, is it the I daughter that I've met of yours? I do too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. She then yeah, would. She'll be yeah. No. Way I, I am telling you right now, she would be absolutely comfortable here and hanging out. But speaking in generalities, I think Chase is right. I think there's there's a difference between exposing them and saying, "Look, there is no shame in having sex. Yeah. There is no shame in feeling in feeling pleasure from it. There's no shame in trying different things. But you also don't want to go to him and be like, "Look." fucking a nine inch dick is so bad or so good or you know you, 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 why not but we also talk about you the, want to let them experience those things you don't yeah, i don't know why why up, would that ever come up why would you ever yeah why would to you tell your 18 year old go get you a 10 inch dick and just no, ride i'm not it. saying that but i'm talking about my experience with a nine inch dick which i had in fact, on the way home from that night when we went to the karaoke, I said, are you sure you're going to be comfortable hearing about all of my sexual <laughs> adventures? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine what, with it. What you- I said, I want to have you listen to an episode on the way home just so you can see how bad this can get. And I played the orgy episode. But what's she supposed to say? She's, she's supposed to say, no, mom, I don't want to initiate this. I didn't imp- initiate this. She did. But. But Scarlett, you know it's important to you, and she knows it's important to you. She's not going to piss on your parade. You're her mom. Well, there's a difference between not pissing on the parade and then asking if you can come on the podcast. Right, but the... Okay. So, but if my talk- son knows I like football, and he loves ballet, but I talk about football all the time, and my son wants to engage with me, you think he's going to talk shit about football? No. He's going to say, football's great. I mean, that's that's what kids do. But again, there's a difference between saying mm. sex is great and saying, I want to come talk about sex on your podcast. I will say if my mom said, hey, I want to talk to you about sex with your dad. I'd say, nope, I don't right. want to talk about it. <laughs> right. I would. I would have sat in the car, right. shut that shit down right well, now. But that's, but that's but also. But you did, she's different. I'm telling you. But if you. your mom. But I also know her. You about sex. It aligns. And you had talked about it forever. And you knew her favorite thing to do was sex with your dad. And you wanted to talk to your mom. You talked about her she wanted to. I think my biggest issue here is we talk a lot so. about <laughs> multiple partners or, or physicalities. I'm talking about more of the emotional. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah. Even the way the guys will make her feel, even the way the group settings, anything that will, those are the things I worry about. I don't even know what that looks like. I'm just saying, I'm thinking I'm more worried about the emotional because yes. it's 17. Right. Yes. That's exactly what we're, yeah. That's, yeah. What we're, that's what we're saying. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not the it's not the action. It's the emotional. Thing. Yes. Because three Chase and I agree. Threesomes are great, and you should all have them. But yes. Can are you are I the think physical and the emotional. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I think I everybody in this room is right. is emotionally stable enough to handle that. Right. I don't know that any seventeen year old is. No, I wasn't a seventeen or eighteen. And I and again, I would argue that today's seventeen, eighteen year olds are way behind where we were at seventeen, eighteen. The maturity. So. Yes, the maturity's way behind right. where we were. So right. is everybody saying no to having an eighteen year old in the room? She's your daughter. I'm fine. You do whatever you, you do want. Whatever. You're right. fine with it. Yeah, and I've always, I mean, yeah. I know her. To, at the end of the day, it's her daughter. It's right. No, I'm not, yeah, yeah, not my yeah. daughter. Yeah, I'm not taking kid. my daughter here. If you like to take her here, we... It's like I could watch videos of kids falling off bikes all day. I don't give a shit about your kids, but if it's my <laughs> kid... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put the fucking training wheels on right. her. I think it would actually be interesting yeah. to have an 18-year-old's perspective on these things. And we could learn a I lot. I don't disagree. Honestly, we could learn a lot But it ain't going to be my 18-year-old. <laughs> right. If you want it to be your 18-year-old, fine. We're all good with it. I would be curious to see what her friends and her talk about. Right. Because I'm- She's going to have a very different perspective. There's going to be a huge generation gap because she's very much in that culture of what some people would describe the woke culture, right? Yeah. The pronouns, like making sure you're using the right pronouns. And she's very involved in that LBGT plus community. Like sure. she is going to bring a perspective that probably most of us here are very unfamiliar with. Yeah. Why would That's you great. Say- Why would you say that, by the way? Because we didn't grow up with it. Most of us, I think, are not overly familiar with that okay like does anyone here consciously think about not using pronouns depends or using them correctly depends what setting you're in on a on a date i agree but on a day-to-day basis i could not give less of a shit oh no i don't care pronouns but see that for her that matters a lot right for the younger generation that is something that they find very important not to offend people by using the wrong pronouns so they don't assume right so that's something they consciously think about they think that's disrespectful not right raylan does not but no so that's what i'm saying yes but do i but did i i didn't grow up with it right we didn't grow up with it it. like it's not something that was on even talked about until we were already well into adulthood but what does that have to do with talking about sex right that's a different because a lot of times on this podcast we will say men women do we take into consideration that there might be you'll notice in a lot of content that's out there now they don't say men and women they say vulva owners or penis owners right why because they're cognizant of the fact that there might be somebody that identifies as a man that has a vulva. What does that right? have to do with the sex talk? What I'm saying is, is she's going to come in when we're having these discussions. And if one of us says men this or women that, she would be the one to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe so are you ready not... for us to push back on that? Yeah, because, because you know I would. Yeah. Go right and, ahead. And I probably yeah. would too. But the point is, she's going to have a completely different yes. perspective than us. Right. She's going to right. be able to speak for a demographic that well, we have not had on here thus sure. far. Right. We have offended a lot of people, I'm sure, that when Fuck we make them. these that when we make these statements, right, the 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 younger generation would listen to this and turn it off completely because uh, they're going to think that we are closed minded or that we're disrespectful or what have you because we're not taking those things. You're into always going to offend somebody. But there's other podcasts out there that this are one is for owners. this one is for OG say, millennials. OG millennials, exactly. But yeah. stuff. What I'm saying though is, is that she kids. would be able to offer a perspective that we don't have recognized thus far. But we'll be respectful for. It. I mean, we're not. Oh, I agree. And I I'm still okay don't understand with- what that has to do with a sex podcast. But okay. It has, I, I don't, it has a lot to do with I the think, sex podcast. Yeah, I don't see what it does, but okay. I'd be interested to, you know to why? try those two together. How old are you? 51. That's why. 
Well, no, I have I have family members that date transgender. Sure, mean, no, I don't, I've, sure, I've, but, I'm but more you don't understand this than probably most. And th- I don't know what that has to do because with that the emotional seems... aspect of, of I would even say that means you're a little less able to cope with it emotionally. Yes, that culture seeps so much into their mind that it didn't for us. Just some about of all of them at not, that age right now. Not no, but some of them. Yes. I, Okay, ninety percent, like you said. Yeah, a lot of the I mean, younger I've, I've generation two, is very them, prevalent, and it doesn't come up. But even, even your, how old are your kids? Twenty one and twenty two. Okay, so even younger than that. I mean, the the people that are just now, the kids that yeah, are if just you're in now school, going if you're 12, 13, 14, yes, 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 yes. Like it, it would actually be offensive to say man and woman. And if you're in middle school today, that would be offensive. That's but because think it's about being Think about yeah. what you're talking that's about. That's what they're being taught for yeah. the for the emotional aspect of that. Think about that. If you're offended by a, by saying man or woman, I don't care what the perspective is. I mean, I'll call you whatever you want to be called, and appreciate you. You you get the ability to think that. I have no right. problem with that. Right. But if if that offends you, then you have no business sitting here listening to the shit we talk about in here. None. Well, You're not I would, ready to cope I would with that. argue that we probably don't have many young listeners. Well, we should, hopefully not. Right. <laughs> probably largely because of the way we talk about that's these okay. Things. They can start their own podcast. And yeah. they, and they, <laughs> they do. Can do. Yeah. We can have GVW Junior. And they can come in after us. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah, can. I mean, that could be I her. Would, I would have no problem having your daughter here. I wouldn't bring. I wouldn't bring my kids in. I understand. Yeah. That's that's Chase's kids are never going to be part of the podcast. <laughs> no. We got it. Well, they, three or four years from now, more power to them. I need them to fall down, pick themselves up, learn to cope, learn to do some things yeah. before I throw a bunch of shit at them. They're the already getting a bunch of shit thrown at them. They have access to the internet. But dad's not telling them it's okay. There's a difference in I those two things. I don't think her being in this room means that we're all saying everything we talk about here is okay. Not what we say, it's what they hear. Subconsciously, I think we are. Yeah, it's not what they say, it's, it's not what we say, it's what they hear. And I think even if that's the message that she takes and she goes and experiences that, I don't think that's an issue. You don't because you were the other way around and she'll grow, she'll be 40, so saying, I wish my mother would have I mean, the extremes I've had extremes. to deal with a lot of emotional hangups and I was the one that we did not talk about any of that. Right, which is no, yeah. a lot of shame. Yeah, but that's, yeah. but that's not the only way to get emotional hangups. Right. Oh, I, I, I understand. I we're get talking what you're about saying. two extremes. So the extreme where how you and I grew up is that when we were having sex at first, we had a skewed view of what this meant and what was going on and how we were going to express ourselves. Now we're we're just honestly, I would argue that you and I are just figuring it out mm-hmm. in our mid thirties and early forties. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. And my dad would call my phone to tell me to kick the girl out so we could go play golf at sixteen. <laughs> I mean, that's what we right. do. We have a wide variance here. I mean, I understand. But what that point is, is that Chase still has emotional hangups from that, just like we have emotional hangups from what I understand. We did. Well, so think, understand. About what the, think about so what I got to navigate. What this is, right. is two shores of a river. And you've got to keep it as the parent. You want to keep your daughter's boat between the shores. Well, you need so to that she doesn't have the emotional but hangups I, I of either side. I actually think if more teenagers had a group like us to bounce things off of, I actually think it would put them in a healthier place. You if, might be right. If I they can so. handle it. 
But you, what I learned, what I, I thought, it, it's based on the child. Right. Sure, it's of individual. Course. Yeah, individual. What and I, indiv- there's also it could be a group like us, but we are going to tone down what we talk about. I'm not going to oh, sit here and yes. talk about how much I love getting right. my cock sucked, and I want to have you know well, four different pussies in yeah, my face. But that's, I'm not going to talk about that shit with her in here. Well, it's kind of why like, not though? But no, no, no. I because she's your daughter, and so, we don't want her to have the hangups that we have. No, and I will say, I think there's a point. It's the stripper story. I talk about this all the time. We were enjoying strippers. Great. Everything was great. Giving us lap dances right in front of us. And then she gets hurt. And all of a sudden we become mommies to this girl. Start helping her sprain with her sprained ankle. We get her eyes. It's this parental thing in us. So to yeah. see a 17-year-old, which she's still a child or at 18, come in here. We're going to treat her still that way. Because our mom. Because I feel in. like our yeah. mom comes out in yeah. us. I'll tell her anything she wants to so- know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, and, there's, and you can say that. And that's great. If she's prepared to hear it, I, I say that when my dad would call me to kick the girls out, right? Oh, that's so cool. You know what that taught me? Fuck them and get them the fuck out yeah, and go play golf. Yeah, but he that's was, all it taught me. He was telling that to you. I'm saying I'll tell her what she wants to no, know. No, he was I'm condoning not. my behavior because he because he was okay. condoning my behavior. And there's a okay. difference between that yeah. and what you're saying. Well, Correct. There there is. There's if, also a difference between a father and a son and a mother and a daughter. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like my father definitely encouraged my brother my yes. brother was popular. He had d- different girlfriends. He, my dad gave him condoms. I heard later on. Yeah, you think they did that with me? They didn't even talk to me about right. it. It was yeah. a very, it was very different the way they treated well, my brother to the way they treated. My now son. I'm not a parent, but this is a universal fact. When you've got a son, you just have to worry about one dick. When you've got a daughter, you have to worry about all the dicks. dicks. Mm. <laughs> That's assuming he's not gay. You just offended your audience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Scarlett, the one thing you can do, though, with her, at least when she does come in here, you do have control over afterwards. You can say, absolutely, have open dialogue and say, okay, now we did go down this subject, you know, maybe try to maneuver it where you don't have in a healthy to, way and maybe try to cut off any potential issues that she may have. If she's or, able to get comfortable here, it's going to sure. be it's going to take her some time to sure. get comfortable, but if she's able to get in a place where she's able to comfortably be authentic, yeah. she will have no problem. Well, she's your daughter. We all kind of just assume yeah. well, that's what's right. going to happen. And she will be educating us. And honestly, <laughs> we will we won't know how this turns out until she's 40 with her podcast talking about us. Right. So that's what we'll know. Do you know what my mom, yeah, do you my, know what my mom did and then, and then we'll know cuz it could be wonderful honestly you never <laughs> know so also it can turn out well i say this all the time just because you made it okay doesn't even say good i didn't have the greatest upbringing in the world i mean we've talked about the troubles i had i made it it was fun that didn't mean i want my kids to go through that shit yeah so i mean there's a difference in being in saying you turned out okay and the journey was what we want for our kids. Yeah, we I mean, just we just don't want them to struggle like we did. Well, I want them to struggle a little bit. Oh well, I meant I want right. to struggle, but like, but like right. we did, right? Correct. Right. I, I don't want any kid to get the shit beat out of them for right. years. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want that. So, I mean, there's, and I could say, well, I turned out okay. Well, yeah, but just what? because you turned out okay it doesn't mean there's residual. It doesn't mean that's what I want. The journey I want them to go. Right. Down. Yes. I mean, there's. So I don't. I think. Being open and having a good, honest dialogue about anything with your kids mm-hmm. is fantastic. I think that teaches them to come to you first and trust in what you're saying. I have a rule with my kids. I said this all the time to them. I will never say anything because I said so. I said I won't. And they came up one day, this is years ago, and one of the girls who works for me, 
She said, do you ever say just because I said so? I said, no, I never say that. She goes, I tell that to my daughter all the time. I said, well, I don't. I told him, here's my rule. If I ask you to do something, you can ask me why. We're not going to debate my why. But if I don't have a reason, don't do it. And she goes, I just say because I said so. I said, well, understand what you've taught her. She says, what do you mean? I said, well, when she's 18 years old, sitting in the back of her car, and her boyfriend says, hey, suck my dick. She says, why? I said, because I said so. That's a perfectly good answer for her. You got to watch. She never thought about what she's saying about what her daughter's hearing. And that would be my biggest concern. Not what I'm saying, not what you're saying about what they're actually hearing. And if you have a good open dialogue, then you can ask her about that afterwards. When Chase said this, what did you hear him say? Did you hear him say threesomes were great or that I feel like that's a shame based leadership tactic. Not at all. No, not at all. No, no, no. no. Because if they know they can come to you and well, talk if, to you about this how, stuff. What is that question implying? That, oh, well, that's not good. It's actually bad. It may be bad at the time. It, there's, there's, everything's good and bad at times. I mean, and you need to be able to understand what know. that means. I, I, I do. Yeah, I absolutely. I, I don't know if I can tread with that. I'm really trying to make a concerted effort to no longer use shame-based leadership tactics, which well, I have been absolutely prone to do because that's what I grew up with. Right. You, you but, use but shame-based you're, tactics you're when you're talking to your coffee guy. That was a shame-based tactic. Sure. Okay. Touche. I mean, you, you used it. I mean, you you do. You used you Oh, do. I absolutely do. I'm not right. saying I don't. I say I'm trying to make a concerted effort not to. I'm trying to I, get I, myself out of that. I think by having that open dialogue and them knowing about it, that's the that exact shame opposite out. of shame. So maybe that is, if we go back to that discussion from our other episode about whether or not it's right or wrong for me to approach people with the, the disrespect, I guess maybe that's what it is that, that makes me put pause and think about it. Am I shaming? Am I shaming? Because I don't want to shame. Right. Like I would never tell your daughter, like when Willow said something about, you know, like anal sex, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't differentiate between sex, anal sex, or else it'd just be sex. Because I'm not going to tell you either mm-hmm. one of them is good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just going to say sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, because I think, and I'm not picking on you, I just, right. but I think some people will do that. Well, you know, let's talk about anal sex. Why is it different than sex? Sex is sex, man. Right. Whatever you like, you Oral, like. Oral, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. I don't want to shame anyone into an activity. But I also don't want my 17 or 18 year old kid out there thinking, let's just fuck everybody in the ass. That's that's going to be my birth control. Well, no, <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. Well, either. and see, I always used consequences with my girls. I didn't shame them. I just said, hey, look, talk to me about birth control. I'd rather you talk to me about birth control than we have a, a problem, because let me tell you what's going to happen. You're not going to have the baby. I said, you'll have the baby and you're going to go through it. And then we're going to put it up for adoption because I can't feed another mouth. But that's what she's talking about, the shame yeah. thing she don't want to do. Well, and, and but I wasn't shaming them. I wanted them to know in life there's consequences for every decision. Well, that's that's can be the definition of shaming them. I mean, no, it, it's consequences. We all have consequences. Yeah, but if you're only offering one consequence Correct. of it, that's, <laughs> no. that's shaming. That's shaming. No. Because what, so. what the conversation would be is, okay, you go out, you have sex, you get pregnant, here are the consequences. Here's the seven consequences well, that can happen. Well, I think you're if, you're responsible, to- if you're responsible enough to make the decision to have sex, then you better be responsible enough to take steps to... So, yeah, but so what, if how I said many, you're responsible many, enough but, to eat food and get fat... No, the problem is how well, many teenagers think shame. like that. Like, I oh, can, I'm going to have sex, but let me think about this responsibly, right. that if I get pregnant, I'm ready to raise a child. I'd even have... I had sex well, just to have sex. it's similar to how I handled a situation with my nine-year-old. She went to a parent's night out at gymnastics, and some kid kicked her or did something to her, pissed her off, and she yells at him, Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 She is my, my mini me. Yeah. Um, so they, they call 
and tell us what happened. And we, of course, told her we'd take care of it. So my conversation with her and going back to where I do not want to shame, mm-hmm. I said, if you want to say motherfucker, go right ahead, say motherfucker. But I said, you need to understand that there will be consequences to this because if you go back there and continue saying it, they're going to tell us that you can't come back because there's a lot of kids there that don't say motherfucker and their parents would not want them saying motherfucker and they're not going to put up with it. So if you want to continue going back, you might want to consider not saying that i said also you enjoy going to sleepovers with some of these kids if their parents find out that this kid they're hanging out with says motherfucker they're probably not going to invite you to sleepovers anymore if you're okay with that proceed say motherfucker i don't care but just so you know there are some consequences to that well, That's see, how I, I handle I would, it. I don't, but I would. I would just never say I don't care. Well, well I did. Do, you do because I don't care if she says motherfucker. Did you care if she goes to school or not? Because that's the question you're asking. You're not asking do you care if she says motherfucker. You're asking if you care if she has to suffer the consequences. I, I I'm telling her the consequences and leaving yeah. the decision up to her whether or not yeah. she wants to proceed with that action based on the consequences that she's now aware of. I think that's a rite of passage. It's part of them growing up and trying to decide. Okay, I have to think. If I get drunk at 16 or 17, I get behind a wheel. Like you were saying, there's going to be consequences. I mean, I think that's making them think for themselves, whether it's pregnancy, sex. Yeah, but emotionally, a child yeah. isn't ready to understand consequences. You can tell them that, right. but they're not. Right. But well, then, it's just what, like sex. With a teenager, did you ever think, oh, if I get pregnant, I, I, I had sex. I didn't think about that. That was I the did. last thing on my mind. No, I, I, thought, did I did. I, I thought did at it. 17, I, I was going to live forever and I was going to so, get so you, all kinds so of sex I, in college. I had unprotected sex. I knew what would happen. My sister got pregnant. But at that time, when you find yourself in a situation where you've been drinking or you're on a date, you're not really thinking. You're kind of like, let me just jump in. But you're not thinking about you're the You're making emotional decisions. You're ma- well, right. And I'm just saying, it's some. and I always say that sometimes, I mean, I went in not even thinking I was going to lose my virginity the night I did. It just happened. It was one of those nights. So I didn't think about it. But I knew the consequences seeing my sister, but I, I, I didn't fully understand at 16. Yeah. Um. You may not have been thinking about the consequences, but you knew what they were. And that's the point. You got to protect him. Otherwise, I mean, what are we I, doing? I think that is the point that everybody in this room knows the consequences and has dealt with them. I don't know that you do at 17 or 18. It's not real. So how about we just start with this? We could invite her to the Discord server that we are building yeah. and she could start there. So plugging the Discord server, we want our listeners to join us. We're building it out. We'll be putting the link in the show notes. So we'd love to have everyone join us. We'll be there on there regularly doing activities and games with listeners. You guys can certainly pick our brains. Talk to us about what you're going through. Pitch some ideas for the show. Whatever you got for us, we'll be there. Toy Tuesday. Just be ready for Hazel's gigantic <laughs> dick pics. Because <laughs> they are coming, coming, literally and figuratively. And they are gargantuous. <laughs> we'll meet you there. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com. Thank you.